Our podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you have not heard about Anchor, it is the easier way to make a podcast. It's free, and they give you great tools and resources. Download the free Anchor app on your phone, or go to anchor.fm to get started. A-N-C-H-O-R. That's Anchor. That's Anchor. us guys it's your host Xander and we're gonna have a lot of fun in this podcast we're gonna talk about all things NBA related such as ratings debates big games and we're even gonna have some special guests and we're even gonna talk about NBA 2k because I'm a gamer so stay tuned guys and get ready for this season Welcome to episode 1 of Hoops R Us. This is your host, Xander. Today, my special guest is my dad, Abacar Gonzalez. He loves basketball as much as I do, and he helped me start my podcast. So, stay tuned, and thank you for listening. Here are today's hot, hot topics. The Bubble Championship. Ooh, the Bubble Championship. That was, that, that, was, that was one for the ages that we just had right now. <laughs> yeah. What else you got? The biggest free agency moves. Eh, not, not that many, but um, definitely some teams got changed out there. The top-ranked teams? Oof. There's a lot of teams out there that could win this thing yeah. this year. And the top 10 players. Top 10 players? Oh, God. We're going to have some, some debates there. I already see it. The bubble champion. In my opinion, I think this was an easy championship for the Lakers. An easy championship? I don't think there's no such thing as easy championships in the NBA. What makes you say that? I mean, there were so many teams that the Lakers were able to just beat, you know? And it's like, I just saw the Lakers from the beginning as a great team and a team that never gets injured a lot. Well, this was probably the first year that Anthony Davis has not been injured. Let's start right there. True. So they were not a team that doesn't get injured when the season started. Because Anthony Davis is very injury prone. And LeBron had his first injury just a year before. So, yeah, they were one of the top teams on paper. But you had a lot of other teams that were supposedly better. Such as? <coughs> Who do you think I'm talking about? Um, The Clippers. Uh, exactly. What happened with the Clippers? The Bucks. But those teams that we're talking about right now, the Clippers lost to the Nuggets. Well, come on. <laughs> obviously, the Who Nuggets. Expected that the Nuggets proved that they were a better team. Um, Jamal Murray went off. He had like like an MVP playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So he went off. Jokic was was who he usually is. So you know what? The better team won, and they had him down. What was it? Three one. The Clippers had him down three one. Three one. Paul George was like choking. <laughs> I don't know. He was in Disney World while they were playing <laughs> basketball. So, you know, they were the best team on paper, supposedly. And they never even made it to the to the semifinals. I'm sorry, the conference finals. Um, I mean, exactly. That's what makes it the Lakers easy. And the Bucks, they just lost. 
And I thought they would make it to the finals against the Lakers. Everybody would thought that was going to come up. Well, yeah, but I don't know that I thought the Bucks would beat the Lakers. I think, Definitely. quite honestly, I feel like Miami had the better chance to beat the Lakers because they were playing like a complete team. I think what really hurt Miami was that they walked in injured. They were not at full strength. So Grodzic got injured. Uh, Bam got injured. So they had already started with two of their best players down, you know, and they still snuck in a win. Didn't we? Didn't they take one? Two. They won two games. Yeah. With Jimmy Butler going off. (laughs) So I think they had a good shot, but I don't think this was an easy championship. I think the contrary. I think this was a harder championship because in that bubble, everything changed, especially for a team like the Lakers. But let's call it all even in that bubble. Everybody was uncomfortable. People were not in their houses. They couldn't see their families. They couldn't do their normal routines. So these superstar players probably have these private gyms and private chefs and all this stuff that keeps them healthy all season. And in the bubble, they were just not able to have any of that. So I think all things equal, any team that got really, really hot could have beaten the Lakers. It's just that no team was hot except the Nuggets. So they met the Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hey. It's hard to beat that Lakers team, man. They're crazy good. Yeah, but I mean, we're not going to talk about it here, but they have arguably the best player in basketball. Just the year before, I think a lot of people had counted out LeBron. You know, and then the addition of Anthony Davis, but there was Kawhi came off of a great championship the year before. He was arguably one of the top players. True, true. The Bucks had the best record in the season. So... I don't know. I don't think it was an easy one. I I think the opposite. I think this was a hard championship. I think every championship is hard. And in that bubble, any team could have just caught fire and suddenly it could have been an upset. I know, man. I mean, you do have a point, though. That West had many teams, such as the Mavericks, the Clippers, the Nuggets. They had many teams that were going to have some competition. I don't know. I, I think it was a hard one. So I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. I don't think it was an easy road for the Lakers at all. I think one little injury, one miscommunication, one tough team that was hot at the right time, and the Lakers would have been looking at a loss in the finals. Oof. This week was the first week of preseason, and we got to see many players and their new teams. And, yeah, so let's talk about the biggest free agency moves. All right. So, what do we have? I mean, what what were the biggest free agency moves? There weren't really much. I mean, in my opinion, I would say Chris Paul going to the Suns. Okay. And Russell Westbrook being traded for John Wall. Ooh. Was that basically it? I mean, you had some more that weren't that really important, though. Oh, Hayward signing with the Hornets. I think that's, that's not so much important for the Hornets, but it's more important for the Celtics losing him. Um... The other piece is, when you think about it, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant in the Nets is like a free agency move because we didn't see him all of last year. So we got to see that Kevin Durant and his new team for the first time. You know, so that's exciting. How do you think these players are looking on new teams? Do you think you have they have chemistry on the court? Heck no. <laughs> uh, we've already got rumors that James Harden wants to get traded. He wants to go to the 76ers or to the Nets, he's looking to get out of Houston. I I don't understand that. I think he is the problem 
Meanwhile, he's making it seem like the problem is the franchise. I mean, James Harden is such a problem. He drove Ray, Chris Paul, and Westbrook. Yeah. And this team could have been a finals team. Yeah, I don't know if they're a finals team. I think the problem is James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to win with a player that needs to have the ball in his hands for 20 seconds on a 24-second shot clock. Now do you think they have John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins? Do you think James Harden should stay there or is it just going to be the same as Westbrook and Paul? I don't think it's going to be the same as, as Westbrook because I think, in my opinion, um, James Harden fits better with the likes of John Wall and uh, DeMarcus Cousins. I'm not. Listen, he's got to stay healthy. Let's start there. But let's really talk about John Wall. I think John Wall fits James Harden better than Westbrook. I still don't think that he fits James Harden better than Chris Paul. I, I think you had a player in Chris Paul that wanted to give you the ball. Gotcha. So, you know, I, I don't know what this means. I, I mean, it makes him more athletic. It gives him a, a really good ball handler that can also score. Mm-hmm. But Wall's coming off of an injury. And I don't know. I, I don't. I think Houston's got a disaster. And I think they're really struggling in building a team around James Harden. But... They should have stuck to what was working. That they were, what, what weren't they like one game away from beating the Golden State Warriors? Yeah, one game away, and Chris Paul got injured. Why would you change that? Why would you get rid of you know your Chris Paul? Chris Paul. I think they had some big guys that were doing pretty good as well. Well, the Rockets' franchise thought it wasn't James Harden because hey, that's their two-time MVP. Don't forget about that. Of course. And I think he's he's somebody that you got to keep. They can't just lose James Harden. He is a, a once-in-a-lifetime talent. But he's the problem. <laughs> so you have to try to build a team around him with players that he respects. I think that's where he's having an issue. And I thought Chris Paul would have been the perfect fit. But I don't know what James Harden is looking for. I think he's looking to get one of those um, Kevin Durant Golden State Warriors <laughs> rings. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere where he could just go over there, just shoot, have fun, and not have the weight and the pressure on his shoulders. Well, speaking of the Rockets, how do you think about the Lakers this year and who they signed a lot? Oh, well, we got some good moves, actually. So they got um, Montrose Harrell. They got um, uh, uh, Schroeder Mm -hmm. as well. So I think that made the team very, very strong. You know, I I think... uh, they also got Marc Gasol, so they got a veteran um, in there as well. They got Montrez. I think they got better defensively. That, that's that's what's crazy. I think the Lakers already had pretty good defense, but they got even better defensively. And I, I don't know. I think the Lakers, once we get into the top teams conversation, Oof. I got a feeling that's where we're going. What are your thoughts? I mean, hey, they made some pretty great moves, actually. A lot of role players, though. I wouldn't consider them as, you know, all-stars or levels like Anthony Davis. So, but I still consider them as those role players who really help Anthony Davis improve. Just defensive and offensive-wise. So, yeah. um, We got the Clippers with Ibaka. Uh, What do you talk about that? (laughs) Well, Ibaka and and, um, Kawhi. Kawhi are back on the same team, so maybe that'll make Kawhi happy because I don't think he was too happy with Paul George, but if you've seen lately, Paul George, he got a new contract, you know, so he's he's saying that he's going to be great and he's putting a lot of pressure on himself. Um, John has just signed the Supermax contract as well. 
So he signed a, a gazillion dollars for the next six years with the Bucks. Making the Bucks not nervous. <laughs> there you go. So I think it's going to be fun. But I think these free agency moves are not too shocking, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Let's talk about the top five teams based on ESPN rankings this season. Oh, this should be interesting. What do they got? Well, at number five, they got the Miami Heat. Okay. Number four, they got the Los Angeles Clippers. Wow. Okay. Number three, they got the Brooklyn Nets. Number two, they got the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. And number one, obviously, they got the Los Angeles Lakers. So they've got the Lakers ranked as the top team. Mm-hmm. I don't think we disagree with that. Would, would you disagree? Really. Nah, not really. I so don't. you think the Lakers are repeating? Yeah, I mean, before these role players, you know, I think they're going to be our, they're, they're going to be the top team again. Okay, so we agree with number one, number two, the oh. Bucks. So they got Drew Drew Holiday, didn't they? Yep, they did. So they got Drew Holiday. Who was an addition, so they didn't lose anybody, but they got another scorer, somebody that can shoot the ball, somebody that can dribble the ball. Like I said, he is much better than Eric Bledsoe. That is true. That is true. So, okay, so no issues with number two. Number three. Brooklyn hmm. Nets, man. I mean, hey, they got Kevin Durant back. Kevin Durant is in. Kyrie is in. Oh, boy. But number three already? What makes them better than the Clippers? I mean, if you think about the Clippers last season, I guess we'll really put the Clippers at number four with that Nuggets loss that really changed a lot of people on how they think about the Clippers, really. I think what makes them now lose their top two, they were number two like last season. It was Lakers, Clippers, and then everybody else. I think losing Montrezl Harold actually matters because they don't have that presence inside, that shot blocker. You know that can that can cause trouble under the rim, but I don't know that I'm already putting the Brooklyn Nets at three. I mean, wow, that's that's giving Durant like that that Le, that LeBron magic. Like you walk into a place and that's it. So I don't know. Do you think Kevin Durant's going to be the same after that torn Achilles? Not many players are the same when they have that injury. I think he will. I think Kevin Durant is one of those players that. He could beat you so many different ways. You know, I think if, like, LeBron James tears an Achilles, he may struggle because he needs to go down to the rim and score and dunk. But Durant can kill you from the three-point land. Durant can kill you with fadeaways. Durant can do so many things that I think he's going to be pretty good. I I mean, top three, though, that sounds like, you know, it it sounds like it's going to be them versus the Bucks in the conference finals. Yeah. What do you think about the Heat being number five? So, the Heat at five, that is, part of me thinks that's a little disrespectful. I mean, they made it to the finals. They beat the Bucks. <laughs> you know? That is true. The, I guess the only issue is, that's that bubble team that we talked about earlier. I think Miami just got hot, and they just beat everybody at the right time because they got so hot. But over the course of an 82-game season it may be tough for them to be as good for that long. But Bam is just getting better. He's super young. You know, um, Butler is in his prime. Mm-hmm. You know, Grodzic is so-so. Eh, uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, but if Bam turns into a superstar or into a really good all-star consistently, I think they I think they have a pretty good shot. 
Now, do you think the Mavericks should be number five instead of the, instead of the Heat? That's a good question. I, I think, I'll be honest with you, I don't think the Nets belong there yet. <laughs> I think there's so much expectations on Kevin Durant. I think Kyrie is a question mark in terms of his health. I think I think Durant could be a question mark with his health. Like, you don't know what he's going to look like. So I think the Mavs should be in the top five for sure. I would probably put the the Clippers at three. I would yeah. probably put the Mavs at four. And then I would round out with the Nets slash Heat. I'm not sure where I would go there, but I just, I'm not ready to put the Nets in the top five already. Well, hey, let's not, for, let's not forget about the Denver Nuggets. They got so close up to the Lakers in the conference finals. I think the Nuggets are getting disrespected. I think the Nuggets have two superstars. I think Murray turned into a superstar in the playoffs, and I think they're getting disrespected. I think they have a good shot of making something happen here. Well, in my opinion, here's how I'll put it. I'll obviously put the Lakers at number one. Mm-hmm. Bucks at number two. Number three, I'll put the Clippers. Number four, I'll put the Heat. Number five, I'll put the Mavericks. Because I'm not sure how the Nets look. I mean, yes, they play the preseason game, but it's a preseason game. Not many players try, especially superstars like Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. So their nets are not in your top five. Nah, I'll put them at Look at you. Six or seven. <laughs> Look at you. Okay, so some notable mentions. The Blazers didn't even make the top ten. Oh wow. The 76ers are number nine. The Raptors are number ten. The Rockets are nowhere to be seen. That's interesting. I mean, I think yeah. that this is gonna be an interesting season. The Wizards are obviously nowhere to be found, so yep. there's like no expectations out of you know, the new duo over there. Um, we'll see. I think the Wizards, I think you got to watch out for the Wizards. I, I think people are underestimating Russell Westbrook and Beal is just turned into a monster and they have a pretty good team, but we'll see. I'm excited for the season. Can't believe they're ranking the Celtics at number eight. Just like the teams you were talking about, like the Wizards, the Rockets, I'll put them over the Celtics. I mean, yes, the Celtics are a great young team. They got super close. But they didn't. <laughs> and, I mean, the Celtics are still young. And also, the Raptors and the 76ers are better. Like, I know they got Eric Bledsoe, but that's not going to really change anything, I think. I think I'll switch the Raptors to number 9. At number 8, I'll probably put the Wizards. And then at number 10, I'll put the 76ers. Ooh. Don't forget, listen, Tatum is looking to... Turn into a beast this year. Yeah. He's got all the potential. We'll see what happens. Should be good. The top 10 players according to ESPN rankings this season. Oh, man. Oh, man. So let's start with number 10. I'm just curious. What do we got? We got number 10. We got Nikola Jokic. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. We got James Harden. Number eight. We got Stephen Curry. What? Okay. Number seven, we got Damian Lillard. Oof. Number six, we got Kevin Durant. Oof. Number five, we got Kawhi Leonard. Number five. Number four, we got Luka Doncic. Ooh. Number three, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Wow. Number two, we got Anthony Davis. Wow. And number one, we got LeBron James. LeBron is ranked <laughs> number one. In the ESPN rankings. I mean, 
I don't know. Where do we start? Do we start at the bottom or do we start at the top? What do you think? Start at the bottom with James Harden. Stephen Curry over James Harden this season? That is... I mean, that is interesting, actually. I mean, wow. Talk about the disrespect. I mean, James <laughs> Harden was the MVP like, the year before. Yeah. Right? So, I don't think he's changed much. It's still the same player. <laughs> still the same player. I think James Harden is arguably in that entire list he's probably the best scorer on that entire list i think kevin durant is probably better but kevin durant is coming off of an injury so to me james harden is the number one ranked scorer now obviously it's a full package and i think his disgruntledness and his attitude right now is what's probably driving him down in that ranking but i would agree i think james harden is is way he should be way lower closer to that top five Oh, yeah. And you got Stephen Curry over him. Stephen Curry is coming off of an injury, actually. Yeah, so Steph Curry's coming off of an injury. But you know what? When Steph Curry's healthy, which it looks like he might be, Steph Curry's top four or five himself. (laughs) So where do you put Steph Curry? He's probably arguably one of the best players ever. Now, it's going to be hard for Curry this season because he's not going to really have a superstar next to him. Which means that he may be an even better player statistically. You know, so if if for some reason the Warriors get out of the West and they make it to the playoffs, you imagine if that happens, Steph Curry might be the MVP again. So I don't know, but do I think he should be in ahead of James Harden? I don't know. I'm struggling with that one. Well, let me tell you three extra players. Number 11, we got Jason Tatum. Number 12, we got Jimmy Butler. And number 13, we already have Bama DeBio. What? I mean, I don't know off the top of my head who should be over Bam, but I don't think Bam's the top 13 player in the NBA. You know, I think we might be. I mean, Joel Embiid is already being knocked out of the... Bam is already better than Embiid? (laughs) Like, I don't know that I could agree with that. I mean, Devin Booker might be up there instead instead of Bam. How about Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook is not even in the top 13. Yep. Wow. The disrespect. <laughs> Bradley Beal's not on here either. And he was the second leading scorer of the season. Wow. Behind James Harden. All right. So, I mean, well, let's talk about this top five. So, you've got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Giannis, Luka, and Kawhi. And then you got Durant right outside of there, and then Damian Lillard. Oof. <laughs> I mean, this is tough. Um, do you think LeBron should be, is still the best player in the NBA right now? Nah, I don't think so. It's not his day where he's just the best yet. I mean... Yet? You mean anymore? <laughs> you mean anymore? Oh, he's not in his prime anymore at all. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best right now. Anthony Davis, I'll keep him at number two. He was very impressive this season with the Lakers. Giannis at number one. I mean, hey, the Greek freak, he's amazing. But I think this list is also based on just, you know the championship and the respect because Giannis hasn't won in the playoffs yet. You know what I mean? He hasn't really like Mm -hmm. made it to a championship yet. So he's struggling. And in the playoffs, he looks very one dimensional. Like he looks like just leave him open for that jump shot. (laughs) Well, Hey, it's not playoffs rankings, right? (laughs) This is true. This is true. You're absolutely right. So I don't, I don't think I'll completely disagree with you on that, but LeBron at one or two or three, it's like, wow. At his 18th season, uh, yeah. he's still at the top of the game. Look at Luca. 
What do you think about Luca at number four? That's crazy, man. But he's such a great young guy. He's already an All Star in his second year. I don't think Kawhi did that. Probably not. But <laughs> Kawhi knows how to win, and I get what happened last season. I think Kawhi is over Anthony Davis, in my opinion. Well, Kawhi did beat Luka Doncic actually in the playoffs. I think he should be over Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is great. He's probably top three, top four. Um, I mean, look, if I had to draw my top five, my top ten players, let's do top five. <laughs> I'd probably go Giannis one. Yeah. Anthony Davis two. Kawhi three. LeBron four. Mm. Durant five. Ooh, Luca. Lillard. No, Luca uh, six. Yeah, Luca. Curry seven. Mm. Lillard eight. Harden nine. I still end up with Harden at hard. nine. <laughs> wow. I just I would take any other one of those guys over Harden. But I think Curry, I'm not ready to say that Damian Lillard is a better point guard than Steph Curry. Just because Curry was out for, like, one season, I'm not ready to do that. Steph Curry has been dominating for years now. And Damian has has stepped up over the last couple seasons, but I'm not ready to say he's better than Curry. And then Durant, if Durant is still Durant, Durant may be number one. (laughs) How about that? I mean, whoa, that is a little crazy there. If Durant is Golden State Durant again, Durant is number one in basketball. Hmm. Now, what do you, you said Stephen Curry over Damian Lillard. I mean, how about playoff-wise? Who does better, in your opinion, than that? I mean, playoff-wise, I think Lillard has better stats and Lillard has better games. But at the end of the day, Steph Curry wins. You know, so sometimes Steph Curry could score 16 points. <laughs> but just him being on the court throws off an entire defense. I think Lillard has to score 40 or 50 points for his team to have a chance. So he still hasn't figured out a way to be effective without having to score that many points. I think Curry has already mastered that. He could beat you in so many ways. That is true. He could get past you. He could shoot from the outside. Oof. So who's your top five as you wrap it up? Uh, Man, oof, this is hard. My top five. So as number one, I'll rank Giannis as number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, Anthony Davis. Number three, now this is where it gets hard already. Number three, I'll go with LeBron James. Number four, hmm, Kawhi Leonard. Number five, Kevin Durant. Wow. So Steph Curry's not in your top five, huh? (laughs) I mean, hey, I need to see him without a superstar with him, though, because... Every time Curry did good, let's think about it. Every time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But every one of those players that you just named ahead of them, uh, ahead of Curry, are going to be playing with a superstar next to them. LeBron has AD. AD has LeBron. Kawhi has Paul George. The only one is Giannis, maybe, because he's got Middleton. But, like, what are we talking about here? Because, you know, maybe Luka, I guess, he doesn't have a superstar next to him. But. Stops. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, but I don't know. I think Steph Curry is legit. But you know what? He came off with an injury, and then we'll see what happens. I'm with you. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast, Hoops Are Us. This is our first episode. 
Thank you guys for being our guests for today. Pleasure to be here. It was really fun, and I hope to uh, come back when we're ready to have the uh, goat debate. Can't wait for that one. Oh, yeah. That's going to be real interesting. And I hope to see you guys next episode. Thank you.